Hey, this is Kevin with INS. We have a quick update on last week's story about the Yevla goat in Sweden. On December 17th, the goat was burned down, and this ended a four-year streak of the goat surviving Christmas. A man in his 40s has been arrested for burning it down, and we can neither confirm nor deny that he was an INS listener. Listen to last week's episode for more details on the Yevla goat. Thanks. Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. like musicals and now i think i like them really not all of them it's like every piece of media all of them no it's you like, think they're all good like let's let's say for instance books like oklahoma Most books are bad 98 percent of books are, i mean you've got some good ones you've got the bible you've got the constitution <sighs> you've got um books with spider-man in them well, I mean, not all books with Spider-Man in them, you know, not all books with Spider-Man have Doctor Strange in them. So not all of them are good. I thought we were having a serious conversation about something. And here you go. But musicals, they're not all good. There's some give me, good give ones. Give me some good ones. Let's start here. Cats? Uh, well, Cats good? Showboat? Showboat. Okay, well. Showboat. Uh, one that we didn't talk got, about five minutes ago. There's, okay, uh, uh, Starlight Express. <laughs> about trains. Is it about trains? About human trains. Oh, I know. I know. Human trains. What do you mean? I know one really good musical. Uh-huh. It's about a boy who ah. who finds his way in an uncertain world when he lives in a, a town, and then a, mm. a carnival. A carnival comes to town. Carnival. What? Carnival. 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 <laughs> Con- you guys are missing out. Because you can't see the choreography. I hope. I what's the line? I hope one? they have an elephant. So me and Brian wrote a musical called Carnival. Oh, I see why no one would know about this other than you and Brian. Then a lot of people know about only it. people of taste. A lot of people know about it. Yeah. yeah there's uh-huh. a blacklist for you know movie scripts. Uh-huh. And there's also a blacklist for musical scripts, and it has been mm-hmm. on the blacklist for many, many years. It's just too expensive to produce. Right? People say that it's so good it's unproducible because unlike some people's bullshit musicals, we <laughs> demand that there's real elephants in yep. our carnival. When they've never had those in a movie before. Real elephants? No. Not in, not in, not in a, a stage. Are we making a movie? Uh, Jesus, Kevin. This is not some <laughs> fucking this art. This is not some crass affair where women show their bare breasts and finger themselves for the camera. <laughs> what? I mean, that might happen on the stage. Maybe. Well, I mean, that makes it all the special because will they? Will, will they? Won't they? That's like that's and a central <laughs> a central theme to Carnival. Mm-hmm. And you've also got to train elephants to remove the cave in to save mm-hmm. the young boy on his way <laughs> to growing up. That's. <laughs> I don't, I don't think elephants are just going to do what you want them to do. I hope they have an elephant. Carnival. 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 
carnival, carnival. 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 It's okay, so let me tell you what it's about. It's okay. this so this town. There's this uh this mayor, but he's not the richest guy in the town. There's a fucking jerk off who's the richest guy yeah, in the town. Son a real, of a bitch pulling strings. Yeah, I don't like to put my politics all the way out there, but you can probably tell in my work that this guy's a real a real piece of work. He's got a orange floppy hair. Mm-hmm. And he, he's he got a son who's a real fucking dipshit too. But he's like head of the fucking, the, he's the head of the squash team. And it is any town USA. Any town USA. What's crazy is this, this was really, the first treatment for this was before any orange, orangish tinted human yeah. became famous worldwide, I think. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of prophetic that we it's s- prophetic. A lot of people, a lot of people, you know, I often see, you know, these little Buzzfeed type articles that go that say like 10 times the musical carnival predicted the future mm-hmm. accurately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who Who's writing these articles? I, I, don't, I don't write for Buzzfeed. Right. I don't have a degree <laughs> in journalism. I didn't go to Harvard for journalism. <laughs> There's like three, three issues of varieties worth of articles about the prophetic visions of carnival mm-hmm. they just haven't published any of them they're on the can because the work is the work is of such quality there's kind of always been this assumption that it's going to get made at some point yeah but frankly mike and i have stood in the way because of some of our demands for it you know the initial original vision yeah uh, to come to life and a lot of people yeah. just you know, there's a lot of fear in in hollywood and there's a lot of fear on in broadway yeah and you know, two fears make a super scared. Uh, I like to say, I like to say mm-hmm. little minds make little finds. Yes. Yes. Um, do you remember, do you remember when little Timmy's dad says that at the beginning of act two? Well, yeah. Yeah. Right? I do. Yeah. yeah. Remember Timmy, little minds make little finds. Mm-hmm. And, little, and little Timmy looks at his dad's like, thanks, pa. That's some great <laughs> advice. so you know and this girl she's supposed to marry this fucking jerk off the mayor's daughter the mayor's Uh poor keep in mind you know even though he's a mayor he's a hard-working guy he's a good man he's a good man uh but she's supposed to marry this guy and you know he's got all this money he's gonna make the town a whole lot of money but she she doesn't really love it and she's trying to and he puts Uh out you know he tries to pretend like he's a good guy in front of her um Anyway, this carnival comes to town, and it's you know it's the craziest thing that anyone's ever seen. So there's mm-hmm. a, we've got this beautiful opening number about the uh, the townsfolk are just just overjoyed uh, and excited and 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 you know discussing what they think might be right. in the carnival. Uh-huh. And, what I think, Mike, one of the more clever scenes is you know, we open with the town drunk running into town screaming about a carnival. There's about four or five minutes of just some real funny dialogue between the townsfolks and the drunk. Cause of course they don't believe any of these things he's saying about that. the carnival. Yeah. It, sounds like, it sounds like a drunk delusion. Yeah. But then marching across the stage from our right to the left stage, left to the right. Stage right. Yeah. By God, you see it happen. You see it happen right in you front of you. It, and just, it, yeah. you know, the, some of the reaction and the way it plays out with the townsfolk. I mean, it really, it, it lets you know as an audience and as a fictional townsperson what you're in for for the next five hours of theater. Yeah. Oh, so this is fictional. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I like to think that it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fictional in that, you know, uh-huh. but it is a complete, accurate summation of the entire American experience. 
I think that's fair. That's fair. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to give any spoilers away uh, because I want people to see it for themselves when it finally gets made. I mean, and I think we're finally entering a territory where we finally have some some billionaire types that might could invest into something like this. You know, right. for example, who? Oh, Jeff Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Is it Bezos or Bezos? I think it's Bezos. Leave it to Bezos. Leave it to Bezos. You know, for the longest time, we've been very um, resolute about no corporate sponsorships and no like mm -hmm. product placement. Uh -huh. But um, you know, at some point, it's like you know, do you do you want your vision to happen or not? So you know, maybe at some point, uh, one of the elephants has you know, we go and physically brand an Amazon logo on the side of it. <laughs> right. Right. With, uh, you know, people like that. Well, I, you know, it's not about, it's not what about what people like. It's about what makes art happen. Right. Right. If it was easy, anyone would do it, Kevin. What is, yeah. what is it? Wait, what does make art? What makes art happen? <laughs> Apparently maybe torturing endangered species. Maybe, I mean, maybe sometimes. Maybe. Is it, I mean, is it torture? I mean, I, I think that when we cast the right elephants that they're going to be game for that, you know? Right. Well, they got thick skin. It can't hurt them that bad, right? Probably not. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I doubt it. I mean, people <laughs> yank their tusks out all the time and they're fine, right? And they're uh, fine with that, yeah. Yeah, what's the big deal? They grow right back. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're training an animal that is stampeding through China that China can't even stop. Is rampaging city after city. We've covered, we covered this. I don't yeah, know. I don't, right. that's it, nothing it that we need there. to talk about because maybe we want this musical to tour. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. I don't think the Chinese will appreciate the American experience. Well, let's just let's not put the cart before the horse. Now, the Chinese immigrant <laughs> will. The Chinese immigrant who escapes oh, for sure. a brutal yeah. dictatorial regime on the other side of the planet that we welcome with open arms. I would hope we welcome with open arms, freedom-loving refugees from all over the world. We're, we're welcoming them with open arms, right? Aren't we... Isn't that happening right now? Aren't we famously welcoming people <laughs> into our country who want to be here? Aren't we? Aren't we? Oh well, I mean that's what that's what I mean. The foundations of America are based on like right. send us your your tired, poor, huddled masses. Right. Thanks, France. That's what we've always done. <laughs> did they pin yeah. us with that, or did we stick that on there afterwards? I think who wrote they, that poem? I think they put that on there. That's well. Is that on the statue, or is that just somewhere in Ellis Island? I know the statue's on Ellis Island, but that's a good question. I don't know. I've never been to the. Have y'all ever been to the Statue of Liberty? Uh, I never have. I don't. I think I did a thing. I took like a a ferry ride around it. I did one of those, just to do it. I think I went somewhere that I got close to. I forget that I went. I've only been to New York one fucking time. So what do I know? You've been there a kajillion times. Yeah. You basically live there sometimes. Mm -hmm. I wish. Sometimes I wish because I'd like to get a slice of that New Yorker pizza pie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I thought you were allergic to uh, uh, tomatoes. Oh, the way they make it in New York. You don't even, it's all bread. There's no cheese. There's no sauces on it. It's just a big chunk of bread. So it's just, <laughs> just... like a cracker? No, it's, it's still greasy. It's still greasy. <laughs> it's still greasy as hell. The rats love it. Mm-hmm. Pizza rat. You guys, you guys ready to get started here? I think so. Um, I thought we had already started. Aren't we on the first story? If any listener does want to get into, uh, you know, maybe you've, uh, you're, just, you're, you're a little burnout on, you know, humdrum life. You ever thought, what if I didn't do 
whatever dipshit job you do. And I was a producer of mm-hmm. a musical. <laughs> In these inflationary times, there's no better place to park your money than a a a guaranteed success on Broadway. Yeah, exactly. I think that you know Broadway. Uh, what I mean, it's it's well known. What does America do? better than any other country and there's one thing and it is entertainment and this is the most american piece of entertainment probably ever created mm-hmm. i mean that we're up ne- up next to the matrix this is probably <laughs> right the flag budget alone oh yeah is gonna w- would yeah. overshadow most musical budgets mm-hmm. and you get a flag just for getting in yes yes you get right. a flag what, you get a take home what mm-hmm. kind of flag is this and every flag has been dipped in the tears of a true patriot. Mm-hmm. That's part of the experience. You get yep. a, a patriot flag. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the budget's going to finding uh, the you know patriots to to cry on command in order right. to make. <laughs> That's right. It's hard to do. You really have to work and make sure they remember the most traumatic parts of their yeah. lives. And it's, and it's not even the money. It's just the logistics of getting oh, yeah. together to weep yeah. at a, you right. know, at the same time. Yeah. And it's still liquid from your body. So it's finite, you know, mm-hmm. at some point. So you've got to keep, you know, replenishing that. It's not easy. So, but it's worth it. The authenticity is worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, That's why are we're we doing gonna, this. Are we going to do the news? Yeah. We? Well, I was, I was hoping we were going to do the news. You got well. into flag talk. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I am uh, Mike Weeby, And not with us is uh, Mark Ryan, who was formerly called Dr. Dank Meme, but now has changed his name to Meme Master Max. <laughs> not Meme Master Mark, which is his name. No, M-Cubed. No, M-Cubed. So uh, this is our last episode of 2021. What? Yep. <sighs> the year that was. 2020. The, the year, year that I was that almost was. Was. looking not... forward to the year that will be. It's not quite our one year anniversary, but, we're, but it's coming up. Yeah. What is one year? Is that paper? Yeah, that sounds um, good. And you guys have been married. You'd know better than I would. I yeah, I've got it's... all that memorized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the first thing they teach you. Right. In marriage. I've never Googled that in my life. I've never had to look that up. Yeah, marriage school. There's like a five-question quiz before you can get a license, and it's just Mm -hmm. random years, and you have to know them all. Year 17. Jade. What what year are you allowed (laughs) to try the, quote, open thing? (laughs) Right. It depends on how well you answered the first four questions. Oh, wow. It's a formula. It's difficult. So our first story comes to us from The Guardian. Bridge into Cleveland, right? Can we talk about that? Uh, well, yeah, the Cleveland Guardians. I don't know if they ever settled that lawsuit or not. You mean you mean the roller derby team? Right, right, obviously. I don't wouldn't put anyone in charge of guarding anything if they were on roller skates. It seems like a real good way. It'd be, it would be like making a security guard stand on a loose pile of gumballs <laughs> yeah. while guarding your business. A British man living in Singapore named Graham Spencer was recently walking in the park when he saw 20 otters crossing a path in front of him. Oh, shit. Apparently, a second unidentified man ran towards the otters, which scared them. And though the (laughs) runner retreated to safety, the otters responded by attacking Mr. Spencer. Mr. Spencer said he was bitten 26 times (laughs) in 10 seconds. 
Well, you know, it's 10 seconds. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000. There's a lot more ouches in there, I'd feel like. That's when his friend noticed what was happening and ran up screaming, which scared the otters, allowing Mr. Spencer and his friend to retreat while being pursued by otters. They escaped to a visitor's center where Mr. Spencer's wounds were treated, but he still ended up going to the hospital three times to be treated for his injuries. Mr. Spencer told reporters, quote, if it wasn't for my friend, I don't think I'd still be here. I'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, this, I will say that clearly this is, um, you know, I know I've, I know I think we talked about it. It was maybe even last episode. I don't want to like, or a couple episodes ago about the, uh, you know, some of my, whole issues with things that happen in the forest <laughs> around Bigfoot. But this is a very clear thing that animals very capable of ganging up and mm-hmm. uh, assaulting. Uh, I mean, this was a physical assault, but, um, you know, I just, I mean, I think if they can physically assault you in this way, they can emotionally assault you as well. Ouch. You know, these, 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 these arters bit, but what, well, just what, <laughs> what if, what if there was a nude, what if the man, what if the man's pants fell down? Mm-hmm. And what if what if all those otters just started laughing in his penis and there was nothing he could do about it? Well, he'd probably have to go to the hospital a fourth time or, you know, psychological, I mean, psychological hospital. Yeah. I think the real hero is the man or woman who waited <laughs> line wait for otters and a person just decided to run up to yeah. him screaming. Like it's. It's, they you weaponize a bunch of otters and then clearly did nothing to help the person who was being slowly chewed to death by those little vicious are otters. They're like weasels, right? They're water weasels, aren't they? They're water yeah, weasels. they're they're, water they're weasels. like so. We Stoats, like to look at the Brits. A stoat. No, no, a stoat is a, a stoat is like a tiny weasel. Oh, like an stoat. ermine, like an ermine. <laughs> a stoat, a stoat is a weasel that can ride a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, otters are, I don't know what they're descended from exactly, but they're not quite a weasel. They're something else. So do you think every single one of those otters had to be destroyed to test for rabies? Well, there are mm-hmm. only, there are only about 90 otters in all of Singapore. So no, no they did no, not destroy them. 70. What? Wait, did they, but the, well, the otters escaped. Were these escaped yeah, they, otters? No. So, Okay. So Singapore used to have lots of otters. Then as they developed Singapore and there was pollution, the otters kind of died off or moved out of the city. And now naturally occurring otters. Yes. They're natural otters. Okay. But there's so few, but this guy just happened to stumble across 20 of them. That seems unlucky. Yeah. Or again, like a real villain move to release your otters and scream at them. I guess they're just... (laughs) Man, that is the coolest superhero villain. Like, he just stands there and just goes... (laughs) Come out from everywhere. Yeah, they're not trained otters at all. They're just just there. He just just screams. His his screams summon, summon them to be violent. And he has to run away too. It's not like he can scream and just stand there. He just has to stand in the next to something, <laughs> scream, and then, then but the, the otters they just go to the to the initial source of the scream. <laughs> they were, they, the, the guy the guy ran so the first person ran at the otters, which then like 
They got confused he, and attacked this guy. They, they screamed at him, though. No, no, no. His friend saw what was happening and went like, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, otters, get away from there or something. And the otters were like, wait, what? And then helped his friend. And they, while being pursued with, by otters, ran into the visitor center. His friend screamed at him, and they still kept attacking. The original screamer yeah. got away. So clearly he had no, a the different... The original was just a runner. It wasn't a screamer. He just, no. And she just ran at him? He just... He, I think he was just running. I think he was just running in general. You said he, he got screamed. You said screamed. You said he screamed. I, I heard screamed. screamed. The article said screamed. For the purpose of this story, he screamed. I've got one more sentence in this story. Oh. So Mr. Spencer reported his medical bills, including three trips to the hospital, tetanus shots, and antibiotics totaled about $1,200. Oh, this had good insurance well, or, or paid exorbitant or taxes. Americans are all going like, oh my God, how did, how is it that yeah. cheap? And the rest of the world is going, how is that it, it that expensive? That's about what your out-of-pocket's going to be, your out-of-pocket max for your own insurance. I just, I'm just extremely healthy because I, I eat a lot of uh, nuts. <laughs> A lot of nuts, and you drink a yeah, lot of urine, drink water, right? and I eat a lot of almonds. That's all you got to oh, do. Wow. Almonds are they're a heart healthy food. Apparently, they're, they're bad for the environment. Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Our next story comes to us from NPR. Now, as you may have heard, President, oh, I have. <laughs> President Biden recently tapped into the U.S. strategic oil reserves in order to offset a shortage in gasoline this created a rise in u.s gas prices sleepy joe biden <laughs> well canada is dealing with a similar crisis caused by the shortage of what the country calls liquid gold urine yep liquid gold we did liquid we do gold. the whole episode about liquid gold recently right mm-hmm. moose and beaver urine in yep. canada liquid in, gold in order to offset the problem canada has released 50 million pounds of its strategic beaver urine maple syrup reserves oh well that's what their nickname for beaver urine mhm right. yeah like like as in as in pour some of that maple syrup down my throat <laughs> try right. you can go to go to quebec city and get get a syrup job play a little role playing game of a uh, let me uh, let me take care of this beaver. <laughs> let me dam. Let me pat down the beaver dam. Yeah, that's right. Let me slap you with my flat tail. But you got to smell like a beaver. The only way to smell like a beaver is be covered in maple syrup. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Kevin is a beaver nearby. Uh, there's some police. Oh, oh probably tr- probably arresting. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably arresting someone that's summoning otters to attack people. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Is this the, is this just an all uh you know rodentia type large rodent episode? Yeah, well, there's a there's at least one more animal uh in the bonus story at the end. But bonus, you know, Mike. Got to be Patreon to listen to that. You that's right. Uh, again, I feel like the only things I think would make good T-shirts are things that don't have words. But I am imagining a well drawn, like just line drawing of a person. Running with their arms over their head, clearly <laughs> screaming, <laughs> with yeah. like at you, but in, in the yeah. like in the background, but in the foreground of the shirt, there's just teams of 
stacks, if you will, of otters. Stacks of otters. It's like they're just bloodthirsty otters. Like the only color is the red on their teeth, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. The fangs, their otter fangs. But they're still holding hands because, you know, that's what otters do they, when they sleep Well, it's like night, Red right? Rover. That's how they knock you down. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Run at you in the lock arms. Not nice. And I mean, terrifying. Terrifying. Are there any otter horror movies? I'm sorry. We're not talking about otters anymore. Well, there's like a uh, the Emmett Otter's River Band <laughs> was fairly misleading, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It feels like Emmett Otter should have been, should have been the one that was uh, in the Nightmare River Band. <laughs> was it the Nightmare River Band? I'm gonna, I got to be honest, Mike. I don't get any of these references at all. Like the Riverboat Jug Band or something? No, Emmett Otter's Riverboat Jug River Jug band what, and the what is it from emmett otter's christmas i've not seen that i don't it, know what that is that you have seen we it. forgot to get raised by atheists who didn't you have seen to it. celebrate christmas I, I don't it was know. A, it was a jim henson's uh special yeah. it was all muppets and I've it was about this it. uh this otter and him and his uh, otter friends had a uh and i think there are maybe other animals they had a, a, yeah. a, river, yeah. a jug band but then there's a big battle of bands and this other band came to town and they were called the nightmare the night so i think it was like nightmare river band and um there and one of the people in the band was a, an electric eel that was inside a tube that would go back and forth but they did it oh. with a muppet it was really cool that's about all i remember to be honest with you i was on a lot of drugs back when i was a kid um, is dr teeth in it no dr teeth wasn't in it uh no. dr tifa dr tifa <laughs> the band is just called the nightmare really and it was made up of chuck stoat Fred Lizard, Chuck Stout, Chuck Stout, Chuck Stout. Oh my God! Popeye Catfish and Stanley Weasel. They're in Nightmare. Okay, maybe it was a catfish that was floating around. Ooh, catfish are scary. Yeah, big ones. Those barbs, they can, they can, and get you sick. That's how Steve Irwin died. That's right, a catfish barb. <laughs> he was, was Oki Noodling, yep. and he fucking flew too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, we shouldn't make fun of, you know, I Dead shouldn't people? make fun of Steve Irwin at all. That's a that's a tragic, yeah. rare accident. And he did a lot to uh, destigmatize a lot of animals that uh, are notably mm-hmm. uh, known as these, you know, dangerous creatures. But he did a lot to destigmatize them. Directed Towering Inferno. That's Irwin Allen. Maple syrup is harvested <laughs> by installing a metal tap onto a maple tree trunk. And then it is collected and refined using a series of tubes and pumps. Quebec alone. Eh, sounds like the only way I can get off these days. <laughs> Quebec alone produces nearly 70%. Is it Quebec or, or Quebec? Quebecois? I think it's Quebec. I think, I think it, within the province, it's Quebec. And outside of the province, it's Quebec. Well, why don't we respect our French-Canadian yeah. brothers to the north and sisters and call it Quebec. Quebec or Quebec alone mm-hmm. produces nearly 70% of the world's maple syrup. But this year, global demand jumped by 21%, while Canada's short, warm spring also meant that less syrup was produced. The Quebec Maple Syrup Producers Association commented, quote, That's why the reserve is made, to never miss maple syrup. And we won't miss ma- maple syrup. You know, this is a, a quite a story. I'm trying to take take all the pieces of it in. Other than uh, what I'm getting here is that Canada's kind of boring. I wouldn't uh, go that far. They just love their maple syrup. They produce all of it. 
I don't know. I wish I wish we lived in a place that this was like a news story instead of um like ah oh, the toddlers just killed each other and <laughs> the toddlers all had machine guns. That's right. It is true. Well, can I can I tell our 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 international listeners? Can I can I provide some some information that they may not be aware of? Hammer, uh, sure. don't hurt them. <laughs> no, with re- with regards to to maple syrup. Uh-huh. Um. A lot of people may not know this, but, you know, maple syrup's expensive, especially if you don't live in Canada, I guess. Maybe it's expensive in Canada. Cairo syrup is just as good. So don't waste your money on maple Canada, syrup. Canada, I know, I know Brian was being very nice to you a moment ago, but uh, I, unlike Brian, we are not insulting your, your uh, honored, treasured maple syrup. And Get uh, yourself some brown food coloring and get a bottle of Cairo syrup. That's all it is. Or better yet, just dump a Dr. Pepper in a bottle of Cairo syrup Ooh. and put that on your pancakes. It's delicious. Honestly. Uh, ooh, fizzy Cairo. That might be pretty good. I I'm, I think you might be honest something with uh, uh, poor man's fat and poor man's poor, poor man's fat and poor man's fat and poor man's fat. And we have INS in the merch store right now. Dr. Pepper syrup. Mm-hmm. Get it from us and no one else. And we and we have a fucking reserve of it, motherfuckers. Right. Two can play at this game, you shitty, you shitty neighbors to the north. We can, <laughs> we can fucking, we can. Yeah, we'll two can play this your game. Own game. Guess what? This is a titan against a titan. <laughs> so the organization also said they plan to tap an additional. Seven million trees next spring. Are they also going to tap an additional debt ass? Uh, the story doesn't say. You're going to also apologize for that I'm joke. I'm not going to apologize for that one. In fact, I, I even, I'm going to even promote that one. Right, Follow it's... me on Twitter for more genius gold <laughs> like that. So they, they plan to tap an additional seven million trees. Uh, they're an silent on how many asses ass. next spring to rebuild the strategic maple syrup reserves. This is not the first time the maple syrup reserves have made headlines either. In 2012, more than 3,000 tons of maple syrup were stolen. The syrup was valued at nearly 19 million Canadian dollars. What is that in U.S.? What is that in real money? Uh, it's around $11. 12, $12 million. 11. Is that, how many loonies is that? 12 million loonies or 6 million toonies. Oh. You know what they got in Canada that I like a whole lot? What's that? Tim Hortons. Just their Dunkin' Donuts, right? Yeah, it's better than Dunkin' Donuts. They put gravy on fries, too. I'm not a fan I of that. I will it's say that, and good. I will say it again. It is better than Dunkin' Donuts. Wait, hey, can I... Got, I, got a, I, got, I got one I'm going to have to apologize for. Say the last line about uh, 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 maple syrup made headlines again. This is not the first time the maple syrup reserves have made headlines, either. They also made headlines when it was found out they were dating Pete Davidson. What? <laughs> Straight off the uh, straight off the rip from the headlines, Mike Weeby's <laughs> hilarious right. jokes ripped ripped from ripped from the headlines. Will still be timely two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably he gets around. He gets around. He's a, he's a ladies' man, a real authorio. Yeah, he's from New York. He's from New York City. <laughs> yes, that's close to Canada. Right. I bet he knows. Whether or not the poem is written on the statue or somewhere on the island, let's ask him. Does anyone mm-hmm. an open call to the listeners? <laughs> if anyone knows Pete Davidson, mm-hmm. ask him. Because surely you would think that Pete Davidson has visited the statue of all the time. If you live there, you probably go all the time. Probably get a season pass, like six. Flags. I go to the Alamo 
two or three times a year. Like related to maple syrup real quick. When I lived in Canada. I knew it. I lived there for a year. I went to film school. I knew it. Uh, no wonder. One, no wonder. No wonder. A lot of things are fucking making sense mm-hmm. now. Exactly. It seems like, oh, you know, we talk about, you know, people getting uh-huh. fucking mutilated, their genitals getting mutilated by uh-huh. otters. And, and where was that? Where did that happen? Uh, it was in? Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> and then we talk about, uh, you know, Italian death fucking slides. And we talk about uh, fucking big uh, the, uh, fucking uh, graveyards falling apart over there. Oh, okay, they, don't happened, treat, yeah. they don't take care of their dead. And then we well, were talking here about these fucking Bigfoots that come over and rip off people's clothes and laugh at their genitals. <laughs> All the hardball stories, they come from uh-huh. places other than Canada. When uh-huh. we get a story from Canada, it's like, ooh, well, pancakes aren't aren't extra doused in syrup for one month. What about the lady who, I think is the very first episode, the lady who uh, was ticketed for walking her husband like he was a dog. That was a cute one, too. That's an adorable one. What about the lady whose house got hit by a a meteorite? That wasn't Canada. That was cool, too. She didn't get hurt. Was it Canada? No, we we asked if she owned the meteorite or not. Yeah. Yeah, she made a fucking yeah. ton of money off yeah, of did. that, off of touring around, showing off that meteor. It's like a story about somebody winning the lottery. Yeah, they, it, really, it is because it's even better than a lottery. Yeah. It, it did hit her, and it didn't was hurt the, her. Was yeah. The, uh, yeah, there was the Canadian story about the doc about the the town that was burned down, and they claimed it was burned down. QAnon people claim it was burned down by lasers because a doctor. Why is QAnon telling stories on Canada? Well, yeah, that's exactly stories QAnon's on everybody. Full of, that's see. That's not. I mean, Canada. I mean, they're not the originators of QAnon. We've that's tried. We have tried and tried to get them to tell stories about us. Yeah. Next time I'm in Dallas, I'm if if they're still at Dealey Plaza, I'm gonna try and go drum up a little little INS. I would 100. Are they still out there? You know, they're still there. I think we missed a huge mistake by not going and handing yep. out business cards with the podcast on them and saying we need you to listen to us. <laughs> Just for a collection of comments, you know they're. There, some people think they're, and probably rightly so, that there's some real dangerous folks involved with QAnon. Oh, yeah. Our next story comes to us from the Miami Herald. A company called Merimed Inc. in Norwood, Massachusetts, just made history for baking the world's largest pot brownie. What is it? What are you saying? Mer- Merimed. The- like marijuana med- medicine? Merimed. Okay. Stoked or stoked. <laughs> I would say that the uh the the you know it were those you know weasel marmots to that are play, ride skateboards to become you know that that could be a good mascot for the 50 foot uh pot brownie is what I'm saying. Oh. I've got all the fucking ideas in my head and no one no one will fucking listen to me. I'm listening, Michael. Well, I mean, but you're not excited enough about it. <laughs> pretty excited. I think it's a pretty good idea. I, I want to hear more about Merimed. And okay. as I hear the story, I'm imagining a weasel on a skateboard with red glassy eyes. Oh, that might work. Is that what and you're that's imagining? That's all I ask. <laughs> and that's all I ask. Merimed, which has dispensaries in Massachusetts, Delaware, and Illinois, created the treat to celebrate the launch of its new Bubby's Baked brand of precision dosed pot brownies, chocolate chip cookies, and snickerdoodles. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's it. <laughs> the brownie, which Merrimed describes as a scrumptious monster, weighs 850 pounds, is three feet wide and three feet long, which is just under a meter each way, uh, was infused with 20,000 milligrams of THC and took over 24 hours to bake. The company hopes to sell the brownie to a single user, but has not put a price on it yet. Generally, they sell brownies with 250 milligrams of THC for $60. Ooh. So that would mean a brownie with 20,000 milligrams would cost around $4,800. Yowza. The Guinness Book of World Records reports the largest brownie at 234 pounds, but it rejected Merrimed's submission because Guinness does not allow marijuana-related records. Well, there you have it. That's because they only want to focus they they only want to focus on alcohol because they're yep. Guinness. Makes perfect sense. All right, that makes sense. Guinness, hey. get it? Beer? No, they are owned <laughs> by Guinness. That is that Guinness. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think we're all confused because you're reporting something that's true. <laughs> that's the, Am I really just, reporting something that's true? Yeah. Yeah. They, it's, yeah. That's, they, they started they, they that. Made the it was like a, to like yeah. settle barroom uh, arguments. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then it became a big thing and it became like a big trivia book. Who's arguing over who has the longest fingernails in a bar? That guy in that India? That picture's so creepy with the guy yeah. with his kind of hands out. My, my, my wife, like, has this really, my wife has this very uh, visceral uh, reaction to fingernails. Like, to, like, she, like, can't hear people clipping nails. And it's they're just really disgusting to her. So uh, I oftentimes bring up my dog. And my dog's, like, nails grow. So I always talk about how my dog's going to need to keep growing one out and put a bag over its left paw. <laughs> <laughs> and it grosses her out man that guy was cool you know you know who's the best you know who's the all-time who i'll say what what's the all-time goat greatest of all time guinness book of world records and there's only one correct answer it's isn't it the fat guy on the scooter two fat guys on the scooter it's the fat <laughs> twins on the scooter and that is correct that is correct the fat twins on the scooter is the greatest. It's, I might get a tattoo of that. I that might get a tattoo, a of that. tattoo. I, the McGuire twins. I I don't listen. I don't. Um, I'm so glad I don't like live right next to a tattoo uh, studio because oh, I, it would be awful. You'd be in a lot of trouble. I I have so many flights of fancy ideas that the only thing that's keeping me from getting them is just proximity and business hours. But if there was a 24 24 hour tattoo studio, I would have the dumbest shit all right. over my body. I'd look like I'd have I'd have like a Pete Davidson. <laughs> callback uh, amount of tattoos hilarious I'm, callback i'm already imagining you slowly getting like a the you know at the when at the 60 minutes open like the final open is is an image of all the reporters kind of together it almost was like a family portrait i think they did that for a while but with slowly replacing like with mickey rooney and then Marley instead of Marley, and just slowly <laughs> switching out. <laughs> just kind of, an, it, it wouldn't make sense to anyone. I mean, I would, I would laugh ass off every time I saw it. There, you'd have the mummy with the, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> a backward skeleton, dog oh. saying fur. <laughs> fur. <laughs> I think you should get that anyway. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty good. But I, good I, man, the, the, the McGuire twins, that's a pretty, man, that, 
I don't know. What is it about that photo that's just it, great? I, don't, yeah. I knew, and this is, and we didn't know each other when, whenever you first came into contact. I'm assuming it was elementary school, right? Because everybody had that, yeah. in there. and and that's when I saw it. So it's not like yeah. we shared stories at the time of this wonderful photo. But I knew immediately that's what you were talking about because that is, yeah. that's the picture. That's it. I don't, I don't know, and I don't know. Maybe it was the way it was presented in the book. <laughs> just driving. It just looks like, did they have like tiny cowboy hats on? Or am I conflating well, wearing, that? I think they were wearing overalls. Did uh, they have boots on? Kevin, boots? Surely, Kevin, in this time, you have found that photo and you were looking at it right now. I but I don't see on joy on your face. So, Well, no, I was reading about their wrestling career. Because they what? also had a wrestling career. Oh, man. Uh, so in the... Yeah, they got cowboy... They kind of both look like Charlie Daniels. And they got their legs like... Like they're not even, it's not even like they're bow-legged. It's like their legs are <laughs> like at full I'm right just angles. remembering those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, those guys rule. But yeah, imagine two Charlie Daniels on scooters next to each other. And uh, What record did they set? You know? The, the, the world's fattest twins. twins. Yeah. The world's <laughs> fattest twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our next story is a bonus story for our Patreon subscribers. There's so no you... way they still have that record. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> our next story is a bonus story for our Patreon subscribers. So if you want to listen to it, uh, go to our Patreon, subscribe for $3 a month at the Knights of Kevin level, and you can hear <laughs> the uh, our last story of 2021. You want to give them a taste? Oh, what really? yeah, the last story of 2021, it's better be, it better be good because we've had it's, such a wild and raucous year, have we not? I'm going to tell you this right now. It involves an animal, an actual animal, swearing foully at children. Yeah, who doesn't is want to hear this? Is the animal an otter? No, yeah. this it is, it is a new animal. Is oh, the animal a uh, fat set of twins on motorcycles? <laughs> <laughs> They're people, Michael. They're bears. <laughs> they are, they are bear-like. This episode airs on December 29th. Uh, does anybody have anything coming up? Uh, well, I just would like to say that Christmas hopefully was good, mm-hmm. but next year, next year's going to be the year. Do you, have a, do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Well, they don't come true if you say them, right? Isn't that true? Is that true? I, I mean, I thought I a lot know. of it was like, I'm going to exercise. Like, you know, you have power over Well, that. now you're not going to. Now you're not going to. I'm going to be nicer. To who? I'm pretty nice anyway. I think I'm a nice. <laughs> to, That's what all nice people say. I think I'm nice to you guys. <laughs> no, I think, I think we, have, we, have a, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot uh, of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you really not say your news resolutions? Otherwise, I no, will. I don't think that's right. I think I think that is just something wish. people say. It's a to birthday you. wish, right? Yeah. That somehow by speaking it, you're jinxing yourself. But I don't think that's true. I think you can go ahead and say it. I want to hear what are, what are you what are you resolving to do? To stop being so nice. <laughs> well, yep. you guys are gonna balance each other out. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. time to stop being polite and start uh, being real. True story. <laughs> Bill. Oh no. I, you know, I haven't thought about New Year's resolutions yet, but I'm sure I should probably come up with some. Right. And then are you gonna learn yeah. a language? I think I'm gonna learn Spanish. I, I've been working on Spanish. Really? I got the du- the Duolingo app. Oh, do you like it? I do. It's actually pretty fun. 
Is that the one that like uh, analyzes what you're actually saying and grades your pronunciation? Is it is that? No, it's 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 a, it's pretty cool. You you um, it's kind of like an app kind of game. Like it's almost like a, they gamify it or whatever. And um, yeah. it's mostly like negative reinforcement. You put a little. <laughs> There's a little sensor that you put on the tip of your penis, uh-huh. and anytime uh-huh. you say a word wrong, it gives you just a little a little shock, and it's it is right. painful. But I'm telling you, you know, that's probably one of the best ways to learn a foreign language. Right. Uh, have you learned any Spanish, or you just learned? Uh, 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 uh C. <laughs> that's right. Mike's last word was pantalones. pantalones. <laughs> just collapsed in a seizure. But I am doing the uh, the Duolingo. I need to get. I've been slacking on it a little uh-huh. bit lately but that partially is because my pre-new year's resolution is i am no longer uh social internet it's social media scrolling in bed nice not that's a good that's one been a been a solid yeah. week i still have the phone next to me for texts and whatnot and the alarm mostly on it but occasionally like i'll wake up and i'll be like oh shit i gotta do whatever but right. no i won't look at any of the any of the social media apps or or Reddit or anything like that. Nice. I am I'm going to try and eliminate anything that that looking at anything that knows who I am before I look at it. If that makes sense. You mean like your wife? No, 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 no. My wife's great. Your child. Like any no, nah, she's pretty great too. I'm gonna eliminate uh any kind of media. So like I don't I'm not on social media as it's been established, but right. famously, yes, it's been mentioned over, over and over and over again. Are, that doesn't mean sort of, I'm no, the best way. Nope. That is not true. I'm better than everyone. <sighs> Just so you can tell people, Hey, I don't have social media or a television. No, first of all, I have fucking cable, right? I'm not some <laughs> kind of troglodyte like you guys. <laughs> I have cable. I have many channels. I can uh, turn it on whenever I want. Like They're five, six. What? No, I have, I have thousands. <laughs> Oh. thousands of channels <laughs> oh that's what that's what it means to have cable right uh, so enjoy streaming choices, yeah. animals well i'm all physical media but whatever <laughs> you're, are you you're all physical media or you're all off phys- physical media all yeah. physical media oh, i only I, watch it if it's uh blu-ray dvd uh betamax laser disc or vhs right. i only watch super eight movies and I only listen to Kasingles. Kasingles? They, they were a pretty good yeah. band. You explain your, your resolution again, Who? Brian? Yeah. Who? Yeah, you're not gonna so anything that knows you're looking at it is what you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like not shop at places where they already know who I am when I shop oh, at those I places see. or anything like that. Anything anything that is Oh online. Right, that is able yes, anything that is able to individually target me, I'm gonna try to eliminate that process. I'll still shop there, but I will try to not be logged into account i'll use you know a clean browser and do it that way just Mm. just to see how different my experience is at those places and i know that there's some really good things about shopping and and you know you get good leads on things that way sometimes i think or you know for books and things like yeah i don't want to do that for books or anything physical purchases you know the best way to buy a book is especially if it's from somebody, nobody, you know, who's not necessarily making their living off their writing is to buy it from the author. Yeah. But then you got to buy it in a weird format. And then you, they, you might get on a list and you might get like a thank you email or something. And then you're like, God, oh, they know who I am. They're going to come visit or something. Are they going to ask me I what know. I thought? One author I think per, per purchase. 
got buy a buy it on uh, uh, eBay. That's a good way to. I guess that yeah. does know they they kind of know what you're looking for at some point. Yeah, way. yeah. But just, just a dummy see, account. That, yeah, I mean, I'll do like if, if I have to do that, I'll do that. I just want to see. I become. I think it's just slowly become this thing that is so hard to avoid that it's just just kind of the way it is. So I want to see if I can avoid it. It's kind of like deciding you're going to buy American. It's not easy to do. I bought Brian a vinegar room sign on eBay, and I, I still have, right have vinegar room stuff pop up on my eBay front page. Right, yeah. right, right. I'm I'm trying to be just more uh, realistic with my goals, my resolutions. Like you're saying, my, Brian was not being realistic. I didn't say that. I'm, but I'm mine with mine okay. as opposed okay. to last yeah. year. Like, like, like now, like when you know, it's not just like oh. Something I can is achievable, you know. Like this year, I'm going to eat better. By I'm not going to have one carb for the entire year. Uh-huh. That's that's realistic. It is because I said it. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first step of the secret, right? Say it. Is that- Just say it out loud. That's <laughs> it all. Loud. That's all it takes. I'm not going to eat one carb for the rest of the year. Uh, so that wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. We wish everyone a happy new year filled with even more weird news from INS. Check out our merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Yeah, let us know what you think. Have a good day. Frugal Gourmet. I used to watch that on PBS. That guy was a, he was an early uh, Me Too guy, I believe. Oh. The Frugal yeah. Gourmet? Yeah, he was touchy. Ah, damn it. You gotta be. You gotta get, that's how you uh, grind. You gotta get a, you gotta really get in there with that meat and break it up. <laughs> that's right. I'll never be able to eat beef stroganoff again. Yeah, beef stroganoff. That's what cows do when they jack off. <laughs> <laughs>